Hello and welcome back to the Men You're Not Alone podcast. This is another installment of Encounters with the Spiritual Realm. And sitting across the table from me, I have Holly Green. She has returned to share some of or one or more of her encounters with the spiritual realm. And so, Holly, welcome back to the Men You're Not Alone podcast. Hi, Justin. So it's this is unscripted. So this is just about you relating an experience or experiences that you've had. So do you want me just to kind of share some of the things I've encountered? Sure. You can shape it however you want. However I want. Well, um, I didn't grow up in faith. I was an atheist until I was almost 23. And then I um, basically was driving down the highway and God spoke to me. But before that occurred, there's kind of a a bit of a funny story around that. Um, I was dating a guy who was in the Marines. And he came back from training with a little Bible, like a New Testament Bible. I was dealing with some really severe depression at the time. And I just decided to start reading it. So I read the whole thing. It wasn't very long. We had these two friends that were Catholic. And they went to church Monday through Friday for every morning for some reason. And they intrigued me because they were different than the people we normally hung out with. I kept trying to get up to go to church with them. I could never get myself to actually get up to do this because it was like 40 minutes away. And I just didn't understand why they were going. So one day we had a party at my apartment and they were in there. They were sitting with me and I was pretty drunk and I was in kind of a cocky place. And I said to them, tell me about this God of yours. And they're like, what do you mean? And I said, if you can tell me why I should believe in this God of yours, I will believe in him. And they were not prepared for that at all. And they just kept saying, well, he's God, he's God. And I was, I kind of laughed in their face and I took a swig of my beer and went on with my day. And a few months in that next few months, I ended up breaking up with my boyfriend and going back to finish my degree, my undergrad degree. And I started a position as a crisis suicide counselor third shift while I was finishing my degree. And the the ironic part was I actually was pretty depressed and suicidal, but I was really good at what I did because I could tell who was legit and who wasn't. I was driving to class one day. This was a few months after that whole thing happened. When I was driving, I all of a sudden had this, heard this voice say, write him a note. And I had a vision of this face of this guy in my class. I was just like, what? And I wasn't even thinking about the fact I'm hearing this voice or having this vision. I was just like irritated by the whole thing. And I got this feeling hit my body and I heard write him a note and I had his, his face came up again. I didn't know his name. I knew he was a guy in my class. I went, went to class and I walked in and he wasn't there. And about 10 minutes later, he came in late and he sat right next to me. I got that feeling come back on me again. And I couldn't get this thought to write him a note out of my head. So I ended up writing him a note and I just basically said, Hey, I told my name and I, I just made a comment. Like you say some interesting things in class. If you ever want to have grab a coffee, let me know. When class was over, I didn't want to give him the note because I didn't want to talk to him to begin with. Um, I just had gotten out of a relationship. I didn't want to do the guys. And so I started talking to a girl and when I looked over, he was gone. And I got this feeling that came over my body again. And so I got up and I walked out of the classroom and I walked I saw him at the end of the hall and I walked down and down three flights of stairs. And I went outside and 
He was like 50 feet ahead of me and I'm really annoyed and I scream, hey, you. And this guy keeps walking and then I get really annoyed again and I scream, hey, you, as loud as I can. And he stops and he turns and I walk up to him and I go, here, and I hand him the note and I walk him away. And that's actually how I met my first husband. I ended up, without getting into all the details about that, his father was an Anglican priest. His mom was a Christian therapist who, and she was a therapist that specialized in trauma, which is very funny because that became what I ended up specializing in. Anyway, in that context, when I was dating him, we eventually started dating and his sister, one day her and I were talking and she, well, actually what I said to her, I spent time with his family and his church and I said, all you are always so happy. You know, can you explain to me like why? Cause I was so depressed and such a mess. And, and she, all they ever said to me, all they ever said was Jesus, it's Jesus. And I was like, yeah, I know, but like this Jesus person, like whatever. But like at that time, all I experienced was how they treated people and they were always very loving and very kind. And so I, I started to kind of develop this trust with them. One day, my boyfriend at the time went on a trip with a friend and I was there with um, his sister and she, I said to her, so tell me about this Jesus person. So now this is like maybe six months from the original question of tell me about this God of yours. And she gets out her Bible and she starts going through the story. And for the next three and a half hours, she literally went over the story of Jesus over and over and over and over again. And it was like hearing a history story that wasn't real to me. Like there was no, nothing in me that believed like this was a God thing. It might've been history, but there was no actual connection to it. But Somehow there's something about these people that I trusted. And so I said, okay, tell me again. So she goes to the story and gets to the part where Jesus dies and descends into hell. But instead of saying he descended into hell and he broke, like broke through hell or whatever, she said he broke through the gates of death. He broke through the power of death. And all of a sudden I have this flashback to a few years earlier when I was in college and I was incredibly suicidal. In fact, I had put myself in a hospital a week after this, that had happened, but I was very suicidal and I, I couldn't sleep for days at a time. I couldn't, there was no difference between day and night, eating and not eating. It was like, I felt nothing. And I remember in that moment thinking to myself, is there anything powerful enough to break this death? So when she said he broke through the gates of death, all of a sudden, everything went black in front of me. And from my peripheral, I saw this red circle that started off small and it kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit just slammed me and it was like the switch went off and something awoke in me. And I sat there for the next like two hours just saying, oh my God, I had no idea. And it was like this blinder came off my eyes. So that was the start of my spiritual journey that kind of took me to where I am now. Attached to that, so some unique things I've had happen is um, the first time I got pregnant, I was on birth control. This was after this happened, and God said, have have sex, you're going to get pregnant. And that's exactly what happened. I laughed, and then I found out nine weeks later I was pregnant, and I completely forgot that that would have occurred. I would often feel things in the spiritual realm. So if I'm walking somewhere and there's something evil present, I could feel the pressure shift. I had a lot of experiences when I would, um, in my newly walking in faith, I would, it was like, there was like this 
Wait, let me go back real quick. Mm-hmm. You mentioned like if if you, you if evil was around, you would feel you describe it as a change in pressure. Yeah. What's an example of when that happened? Can you think of one? <laughs> yeah, uh, I can think of two examples. Well, it's it's a few actually. So if I would walk in the mall, and if there was a store, like for some reason the store hot topic, when I would put one foot in, my whole, like the whole pressure would shift. And when I put one foot out, a lot of times, sometimes in that store, they'll have things that like might be more like pagan, like depending. Mm-hmm. But um, when I lived, I lived in Massachusetts in the town next to where I lived with Salem. When I, and this was all like probably the first year or two of when I encountered faith. So I think my spiritual senses were just kind of awakening. And so everything was like new to me. And so um, there was a, a shop that was a, it was a Wiccan store and in the center of it, they had a book of the book of death, book of the dead, I think book it's of the called. Dead. Yeah. yeah. And there was a woman working the counter and she was beautiful. She had this long blonde hair, porcelain skin, red lips. She was stunning. And she had this Wiccan symbol on her. And I remember I walked in the store and all of a sudden I heard screaming in my ears and I felt like my body was being stabbed. And I looked up at her and she was extru- like she was very like welcoming, but there was this like temptress kind of feel about it. And I, I walked out of it because I couldn't handle the feel on it. Um, and like for example, I could walk into Barnes and Nobles and close my eyes and walk around, and then I feel the pressure and open my eyes, and I'm in the New Age section. So things like that, or or even being on land certain places, like I'll walk around. And one time I was somewhere where. Um, I felt the pressure and then I found out that's where uh, they had uh, slaves had been put um, on the property during that time. So things of that nature. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, I also will fill it with people. So like if I'm working with something with a client and something about, that's coming up, if there's something present um, specifically, if I work with satanic ritual abuse, so clients that were raised in satanic cults or have that experience and something manifests that will, that whole pressure will shift in the room and I have to deal with what's coming out. I've had a lot of those experiences. I'm trying to think what else I had an experience once when I did healing prayer work on a client when she had had an abortion years earlier, a long time before that. And and she had never dealt with what happened. And she had what was, I think what was called, um, it was like a slumbering spirit. It was something that demonically had attached to her specifically when that incident occurred, but it, it had rights to her. And when I did the work with her, it got awoken and came out. And the best way I can describe what happened was it was like the air bent. This thing came out and all of a sudden it was like watching what's nothing in front of you suddenly bend and take shape and then leaving the office because I threw it out, but like that kind of stuff. And then there's just seeing visions of uh, cougars around your property or different things like that, or having dreams where God warns you about things and then having them manifest and you know, that kind of stuff. That's kind of just a little bit of, a broad spectrum. A broad spectrum. Oh, and I, I guess part of it too is I have a prophetic gift. And so part of like how that would be used is when I work with people, it's like I could hear 
what was going on with something that they were experiencing that they couldn't, they didn't fully connect to. So it's almost like, like God would use that as a like conduit for their healing and that capacity. It's quite a diversity. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for being here again, Holly. You're welcome. I appreciate it very much. All right. That'll wrap up this episode or this installment of Encounters with the Spiritual Realm. I hope they have a great day and I'll catch you on the next one.